Bandwidth for Radio Omaville is provided by the Creative Commons Publisher and Archive.org. This is Yo's Opinion on Radio Omaville for November 16, 2006. Winnipeg Traffic. Hey everybody, welcome to another installment of Yo's Opinion. I'm Michael Yo. Tonight, I'm going to be tackling an issue that's intensely local to the Winnipeg area, so you listeners not in the Winnipeg area might find this somewhat uninteresting. But what I'm going to talk about is traffic, and more importantly, traffic in the city of Winnipeg, admittedly making it a local issue. I'm sure anybody that has a driver's license or even has driven or ridden in a car in Winnipeg knows that the traffic in this city is horrendous. And it's not necessarily the volume of traffic that's horrendous, it's the lack of roadways that are horrendous. I look at, for example, I'm in South St. Vital. For me to go to the airport, there has to be at least two dozen traffic lights between me and the airport. Now, maybe not a big deal that there's that many traffic lights, but what is a big deal is these traffic lights are on major high-speed thoroughfares. We're talking thoroughfares of speed limits looking at anywhere between 70, 80, 90 kilometers an hour. And it's not like the airport's just three blocks down the road either. It's on the other side of the city. Now I see a problem in a city that's population is approaching 800,000. And the only freeway that we have goes five blocks over the Red River. Thus, That would be, of course, the Israeli freeway. And that freeway is falling apart and is probably at capacity too. Now, I know there's a lot of people that say, oh, freeways dirty up a city, but you know what? Freeways are necessary in a city, and I'm all for public transportation, but the problem is there are a lot of people that are just not going to take public transportation or can't take public transportation. They need their car for their job or whatever they're doing. So we need a traffic plan in the city. We need someone with some foresight. We need the same type of politicians that we saw in the 1920s in the city that saw this city, which at the time was probably only about 100, 150,000 people, saying we need a water supply that's going to be able to provide for a million people, and they built the aqueduct. And I look at even now, we're reaping the benefits of that aqueduct. You know, we have some of the cleanest drinking water of any major city in Canada. And you know, what's the last big vision we've had in the city since then? Maybe the Israeli freeway, you know, good idea, but the stupid thing about it was is after the Israeli freeway was built, the city and city council passed, it was in the late 60s or maybe even the early 70s, right around Unicity, that they uh, they declared that Winnipeg was going to be a freeway-free city. Um, there's a mistake if I've ever heard one. Um, it's unfortunate because I, what's even more unfortunate is that at least around that time there was still an inkling of vision. For example, in 1978-79 when they put in uh, Bishop Grandin and when St. Patel Center was built and this whole south end of the city was expanding wildly, they put there's there's an area of land around every major intersection at Bishop Grandin set aside to put some sort of overpass in. So what is our infamous city doing now in the 21st century? They're selling the parcels of land off, and Bishop Grandin has not lost traffic flow. It's gained it significantly. That's probably one of the busiest streets in the city. 
And I think that's a problem. Well, I know it's a problem. I've driven that road. I'm sure everybody's driven that road and can say honestly that there's too many damn traffic lights on that street. You know, and the one that really cheeses me off is the one on River Road at Bishop Grand, and that light shouldn't be there. And what's even worse, they've put a red light camera at that going westbound to catch the people that are in a hurry, that are going 90, say, which the speed limit probably should be, but they can't because there's that damn light there. And, you know, it's ridiculous. Like, you even look at it from an engineering standpoint, they had to go up to get onto that bridge anyways. Why they couldn't have extended that grade of ground right continuing over River Road and just tunneled underneath it and put just a diamond intersection off where we would have had two sets of stop signs on River and Bishop Granite would have continued through. I don't know. I guess there wasn't the foresight, or maybe at the time there wasn't the demand because the traffic flow wasn't that bad. But I'll tell you, the traffic flow is that bad now. And with the University of Manitoba showing no signs of s slowing down in growth either, Pamina Highway is also seeing the burdens of traffic flow. And what the one that really, really, really irritates me is Keniston. And I'll tell you what really irritates me with Keniston. I'm all for great they put the train underpass in at the CN main line, and great they put Sterling Lion Parkway in. But the problem is, you go zipping down there underneath the railway tracks past Taylor, and as soon as you hit Grand Avenue, what happens? You're at a dead stop. And you're at a dead stop all the way pretty much to Ness now. Well, it was, okay, I'll say Academy. You know, it gets going there once you hit the St. James Bridge. But why is that? Well, there's a problem here when the speed limit on Keniston between Grant and Academy is 50 kilometers an hour. And the side streets that are beside Keniston, the speed limit is 50 kilometers an hour. So we have a major thoroughfare that has the same speed limit as a residential street. And not only that, it's heavily used and has, what, one, two, three, four sets of traffic lights on it? And those traffic lights, I don't think, are even synced. Plus a red light cam. That's right, there's a red light cam at Cordon, uh, Cordon and Keniston going on Keniston southbound. So... There's a problem here. There's a big problem here. And you know what? I know there's a lot of people that are going to say infrastructure is not as important as some of the other issues facing the city and the province, but you know what? If people can't get from A to B, the economy slows down. And if the economy slows down, tax revenue slows down. And if tax revenue slows down, the government can't spend it everywhere. Not that I'm for government spending money everywhere, but we need a strong economy. And I think part of that is we need strong transportation. And we need a transportation strategy, and we need some transportation foresight. And maybe I'm just ranting, and maybe it's not founded, but if you agree with me, if you disagree with me, I'd love to hear back from you. Email me at radio at omafil.com. That's R-A-D-I-O at O-M-O-F-I-L dot com. Thanks for listening. I'm Michael Yo. Have a good night.